Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track, everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. Hey, we're so glad you joined us. If you've ever thought of buying a house or selling a house, whether now or in the future, this show's for you because mm. we're going to give some of the behind the secret secret sauce of asking realtors, interviewing realtors, what mm. you should ask them. And we'd love to give you all the questions because there's a whole page of them. I got the whole page right here. And we would love to give you the entire page on the show, but there isn't enough time. There isn't. There's, a, there's 17 questions on here. And what's really neat about this is there isn't only 17 questions you might want the answer to. They're the ones that clients of ours have said are the top 17 questions. So if there is a question, once you decide, hey, I want this, I want the whole list, if you then read it and go, yeah, but I have a different question. Yeah. All you have to do is ask us for it. So I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And later on in the show, we're going to tell you how to get this list right. in hard copy. What show? This inside track on real estate <laughs> with the Decker team. And I'm part of the Decker team. Yes, you are. And I am too. Exactly. Yes. It's good. And there are other amazing full-time realtors on the team. And that's one of the questions, actually, is are you a full-time realtor? Because mm. it's actually important, if especially if you're selling your home. I mean, it's important if you're buying a home, too. And like, even Would you go to a part-time surgeon? <laughs> I don't think so. Or would you want someone that's done a lot of them and does it? full-time they don't it's not a hobby yeah that yeah. would be pretty important to me dentist too dentist too not yeah. part-time dentist no i mean if they've been in the career a long long time and now they're doing three-quarter time instead of you know overextended because then they're exhausted so i mean there's a limit i don't know that i want somebody that's full full-time yeah full-time doesn't mean 24 7 no no full-time means you know, 40 to 60 hours a week. Right. That would be full-time. Right. There was a job I had years ago. That years? Years. Yeah. That Tell I was that. told. Well, actually, let's even just go to when I started in real estate. I used to think I had to be accessible all the time, 24-7. I think you put it on your pager. You said 24-hour paging. Yeah, like it's okay if someone pages you at three in the morning to ask you a question about a house. Right, and it was actually <laughs> I'm embarrassed by this now, and yet I'm gonna. We said we'd give you some behind the scenes, so here's a behind the scene truth. I ordered pens. Have you ever been given a pen by a realtor? Like you have, to, if you're a realtor, you have to have pens, just like you have to have business cards, right? Well, actually, no, it's not that important. However, I used to think it was vital, <laughs> and so I ordered pens. It was my first big purchase after my business cards and my signs back about 30 years ago. And my pens came in. How many pens did you order? Okay, that I don't remember. Was it 500? Probably. Okay. Probably 500. And they came in and I was livid because they forgot to put on the pen. You know, you know what they forgot. They forgot 24-hour paging. The phrase 24-hour paging was missing. So I made them 
I shipped back them pens. They were of no value. If, the, <clears throat> if I couldn't be reached 24-7, they were no good, <laughs> right? So I shipped them pens back and got me another box of 500, and it was 500 now that you're mm-hmm. reminding me. I wrote the check. It was a big check, actually, because they actually haven't gotten much more expensive than they were. They've gotten they cheaper, were... actually. Yeah. Pens have gotten cheaper than they used to be. Yeah. back 30 years ago. 30 years ago. Is that <laughs> insane? So anyway, all that to say, you do, our answer is, yes, we're full-time realtors. So the question that people are asking when they're interviewing and we recommend you ask is, are you a full-time realtor? Is this something you do for kicks or for a little bit of pocket change? Or is this actually your profession? Is this your career? Is this the thing you are committed to? Because mm-hmm. if you're not committed to it, what we've seen, and unfortunately this is an industry that has a bad rap. I was talking to one of my clients just yesterday, and this question came up. We were just talking about full-time and part-time agents. He actually brought it up. And he said, you know, when we were deciding to sell, we didn't actually interview you this time because we interviewed you 25 years ago and we've worked with you three times since every time we've had opportunity to buy a home or sell a home and so we didn't choose to interview you and yet we didn't interview you because we knew that you knew your business and that you were full-time and it takes full-time probably in this industry and I'm being careful not to be definitive because you've got to make up your own mind and yet the answer to the question as far as I'm concerned is you'd better be full-time to be able to do it with a level of expertise and experience Mm -hmm. and knowledge because otherwise how do you know I just don't even know how you gain the information yeah, to and, stay current. You know, some some realtors ask me, "Can I can I start part time? Can I keep my yeah. job? Can I work part time as I as I come into the industry?" Yeah. And my answer is, "You'll be a much better realtor if you blow up the bridge. If you blow up the you cut the umbilical cord to your job, mm. because as soon as you cut that umbilical cord, you're saying, hey." I'm going to be a successful real estate agent. I'm going to help people buy and sell real estate, and I'm going to make my living at it. And that requires, in my opinion, a slightly higher professionalism and dedication to your clients than if you're Mm -hmm. trying to do it part-time. Now, there are part-time realtors in the business. There are part-time realtors that work for my company. And what I recommend they do is make sure that they are on a team so that they have people that are full-time to support them when they're not available. Right. And full-time isn't 24-7. So let's go back to that. <laughs> no, it's only half days. It's only half days, 8 to 8. I know. Yeah, or 9 that's to your nine. joke, or 9 to 9. I know. Yeah, that's my half day. I work 9 to 9. And after that, my cell phone... Unless I'm in the middle of negotiating something, Mm. my cell phone goes on to privacy and anybody that texts me leaves a message or whatever, it gets returned the next morning. Which is appropriate because what I've learned and watched, and this is another, this is a yet a get real today. Yeah. And this isn't real and raw even. No, it's this not because I do daily. Yetta real. Right. I've done mm. 900 plus daily videos of yet a real and raw. And I didn't really plan to get so real and raw on this show. And yet I had myself a couple of car accidents <laughs> in the first few years of really being a realtor. Yeah, I did, didn't I? Actually, you know, I'll, I'll tell a little secret. Oh. 
Oh, I told the client that a few weeks back. And I said, you know, we used, Yetta used to work, before I got in the industry with her, she would work so hard and so long that she would actually crash a car and then I'd book a vacation so that she could recover, not from the accident, but recover and give us time to buy a new car and then go back out and work again. And, the, yeah. and this particular client said to me, hmm, I think you were reinforcing her to have accidents because then she'd get a trip and a new car. <laughs> I said, hey, that might be right. Maybe that's why she crashed more than one. I repeated that. <laughs> I, yeah, I did repeat that. I'm kind of embarrassed. And you know, it's a journey. Didn't just get born today and didn't just learn everything that I know and how to help people buy and sell homes in 10 minutes, right? Well, it didn't take 10 minutes. And, and you so know, there's, there's a saying, right? There's a saying that says, um, go big or go home. Well, Yetta's saying is go big and then go home. And so one of the cars she crashed, this was interesting, because I didn't know you could do this with a vehicle. She managed to flip it end over end two and a half times, so it ended up on the roof of the car and totally crushed the front end, the back end. And it was kind of neat because the, the center of the car was pristine. Like the doors looked great. And then the tow truck had to roll it over to get it back onto its wheels. And he wrecked the side of the car, rolling it over. So, yeah, that one was gone. I think it was But a everybody was safe, including our daughter. Yeah, who was with me. Mm -hmm. That was actually the scariest one ever. Because the little girl had actually had a fight with me. She was about four years old. It was shortly after I got in the real estate industry when I was still doing my 100 plus hours a week in real estate serving clients because I thought that's what it took. I thought you had to do that to be able to be of any value to you. And what I learned, I'll give you the good learning in that, is that in fact, when you're exhausted and when you're stressed and when you're physically and emotionally beat up, I'm actually not very much good to my client. And when I'm refreshed and rejuvenated and I've had the ability to think and focus and, and just be relaxed and engaged and know my stuff, I actually bring a lot more value to you. Mm -hmm. So it's a good thing. She and was. Let me add one thing. Oh, okay. You actually still get 100 hours a week of service. Yes, you do. The difference is we've spread mm -hmm. it out through a team. Right. So that no one's working 100 hours a week themselves. Right. So, yeah. So, you, actually, we're still available 100 hours a week. <laughs> just ain't just me. Isn't that awesome? Because that means everybody's fresh when everybody's combining to provide you that. So, Candace would have been about four or five years old. And I just had this. Have you ever had this where you've had an argument with a child? Have you I ever have. had one of those? I've had arguments with a child. Quite often they win. That's the scary part. They do. And if she'd won this one, she probably wouldn't be here today because it was about the seatbelt. It was about putting on her seatbelt. And she had decided she didn't want to wear her seatbelt. Did you give her the chocolate donut before or after the accident? Before. Before. Was that a bribe to put on her seatbelt? Probably. <laughs> because I remember when you came back to the house so quickly after leaving and there was chocolate all over her face. But all I heard was, we've been in an accident. And I, 
And it was up on a ladder helping someone install a, a One fan. of our clients actually yeah. installing, installing a fan a, in their house. A fan in the foyer. And I looked down and all I saw was dark all over her face. And I thought her whole face was bleeding and beat up, but it was chocolate donut. <laughs> I do remember that. So there's the light side to the story. So the moral of the story, I actually didn't learn from that one. Because you, well, I think you did bribe me with an act, uh, a vacation. I did. And, and a, a new car. Yes, and I went from a regular sedan to a station wagon because I thought a station wagon would be harder to flip end over end. Right, except the mistake <laughs> with the station wagon part is I didn't really know how long it was. <laughs> and so... Sometime later, I was out delivering flowers to my clients. Instead of inviting, at that point, instead of inviting my clients to come and hang out at the strawberry farm and the apple orchard and the tree farm and a chili and pie cook-off and just having fun together, at that point, I was going door to door throughout all of the region of Ottawa, which is part of where my 100 hours was coming in. Were you delivering forget-me-nots? I was delivering little annuals in a bag. I had yeah. tied were ribbon they, on them. Were they forget-me-nots? I don't think they were. But they <laughs> that were. would have been good, though, wouldn't it? They Drop would have off forget-me-nots? That's awesome. Anyway, I was delivering little <laughs> annual flowers in a, a six-pack or something, and I tied ribbons and a note and a cute little saying, and I was driving all over the country side and yes. the city side delivering yes. them, and it was by light hundreds of these things. And I did look right and left at the stop sign. I did. And I saw a car. Yeah, you missed the car. I did. But I hit the trailer <laughs> and ripped off. The front end of the car. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I was thinking it was because it was a station wagon. It was the station wagon. It was full of these plants. Yes. Anyway, enough about that one answer to that question. You do, yes. The answer is, do I want a full-time realtor? Yes. Yes. And you actually want one that probably has, which will lead to point two, is are you part of a team? Do you Are you trying to do everything by yourself? Or do you have people that specialize in the different aspects of the real estate industry? And the answer to that question for the Decker team is, yes, we have a team of specialists that do the thing that they do best. Okay, so one of the big questions when people hear team, because they get kind of attached to the person that they're meeting with, right? And I don't know if you've ever done that. I've done that, where you think you're hiring somebody, right? and then later you're actually interacting with somebody totally different and it wasn't the person that you thought you were getting. Right, and you're not happy. I'm not happy, and You may not sure. be happy. And, and in some cases, it's better yeah. because maybe you, you met with the consultant, but the surgeon is the person that's used to doing the operation, right? <laughs> that's a good so thing. That's a good thing. You don't want the consultant doing the surgery. No. You want to meet your surgeon? And sometimes I only met the surgeon right before the anesthesiologist put me out and the surgeon comes and he, you know, draws a mark on my leg and goes, that's the leg you need your knee fixed? I go, yep, that's the one. Okay. And then that's the last you see him, right? And you don't even see him afterward in physiotherapy or whatever because he's done his job. Now, what, what I got asked last night was, will I primarily work with you? And right. the answer is yes. 
Will you sometimes be working with somebody else on our team? That answer is also yes. Because if I'm on holidays or I'm taking a day off or you know I've worked all day and I'm not very good anymore, then you might want someone else answering the phone. That being said, everyone on the Decker team gives you their personal cell phone number when you're working with us. Is we that do. correct? That is correct. Even and Mrs. Yetta Decker. <laughs> who probably was the most reluctant <laughs> to do that because of the lessons I learned early on, right? Yes. To build a... So it's not on your business card, but you'll write it on your business card when people choose us to work with them. Absolutely. So if you haven't decided you want to work with us yet, if you're still in that, hey, is the Decker team the right fit for me? Are they the ones that are going to care for me in a manner that I expect? Are they going to answer my questions that I have around the way they care for their clients in a manner that I want them to answer? If you haven't decided that yet, the only number that is published and out there for our entire team, actually, is our home number. It's and not that's, really our home. I know. It's that was really sneaky, our, wasn't it? That was fun. It's our home number, which is because it's 613-860-4663, which 4663 is home. It spells home on, yeah. the, on the dial. Right. It spells home. If you have letters still on your dial. Yeah, but when we got that phone number, you did. So it's 863, <laughs> no, eight, it's 613-860-HOME, H-O-M-E. And so you could always get our home number. And we have been providing mm. that number for decades now. Mm -hmm. And there, someone, generally speaking, during business hours and even beyond, there's a live person that answers it. We believe it's actually really mm -hmm. important that as much as possible, it's not an answering machine. Now, right. if we get three calls at once, then it may be an answering machine because we also believe it's vital to focus on the person I'm talking with. And then the person that is calling can leave a voicemail and then they can be spoken with as soon as... Or, or talk to our administrative assistant so that, right. you know, if, if we're in an appointment and you want to talk with someone because it's no fun to get voicemail all the time. It's not. There, no. Oh, I actually get really exasperated by that one. There's almost nowhere I can call anymore that I don't first get met with voicemail. Mm -hmm. So we're actually covered four items on this list of 17 already. We kind of snuck them in. We didn't number them, but we've talked about them. And one of the ones I love is this one right here because I'm the numbers guy, right? You're not. Yes, I am. And so the number is 4663. <laughs> Yes, not that <laughs> number. number. Not, not that number. <laughs> that was good, wasn't it? Yes, that was very good. So this question is, question number eight is, what's your average list to sale price? Uh, so that means, what price did I list it for sale, put it onto the MLS system at, and what did I sell it for, and what does that ratio, what percentage of my asking price do I get? Mm-hmm. And so for the Decker team over the last few years, it's been 99.4% of up asking as high, price. Up as high as like 99.7. At one point. But yeah, right now we're around 99.4. Yeah, it yeah. fluctuates with the market. And depending on if we get more rural properties, rural properties tend to be a little harder to get high prices. People want a little bit more negotiating for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, but the MLS average is uh, 97.3, so just over 2% better than the average. 
And so you want to ask your realtor, if you're going to interview a realtor, that's mm -hmm. one of the questions. As a matter of fact, if you're going to be interviewing realtors, you might as well interview the Decker team as one of those realtors. And sure. we'll send you this sheet. We'll send it to you. You just call us at, or call us at the 613-860-4663 number, or you can email us at info at deckerteam.com and just in the subject line say you want the interviewing questions for mm -hmm. Realtor. And we'd be happy to send you out this sheet so you'll have it on hand mm -hmm. to ask the great questions of real estate agents. Yeah, and we've been doing a version of this for years and we've had reports and we've given, we have the 10 questions and we kind of had like a dance around what the answers ought to be. So this is something reasonably new for us to actually give you our answer. And yeah. then we also, if you yeah. are going to be we interviewed- We give you the question and the answer. Our, our answer. answer. Yeah. And then we actually have a blank form that has the questions and no answers. So you can actually have that if you're interviewing anybody. It has no branding on it. It has no Decker team on it. It has no phone numbers on you it. You are going to look so professional and organized. It's going to be unbelievable. Isn't that the goal, right? Yes, it's awesome. Because that's probably one of the most important things we've learned to do is just help you be prepared because sometimes you don't even know what to ask. Have you ever been in a situation where you thought, I know I should be asking questions. One of my clients actually asked me today, I said, you need to call the city. We love this property. We're almost ready to firm up and buy it. And I said, did you get through to the city yet? And she actually said, no, I've been leaving the messages. They haven't called me. And I said, okay, I would really like that handled before we firm up because there may be some things we need to know that you need to know. And it's best you have the conversation because when you ask the first question, and you get the answer, it often leads to another question. And if I'm having the conversation, you're missing out in the experience that you need to have. So that was great. Mm -hmm. and, and the then, ability to ask that extra question. Right, which is maybe the vital thing you needed to know. Mm -hmm. And so then her next question was, yeah, but I'm not sure what question to ask. And I said, she said, so what should I ask? And I said, perfect. So then I gave her three great questions to ask the city so that she then has a basis point for then asking the next set of questions, right? She's got somewhere to start from. And so I have often found myself in that scenario too, where I just didn't even know what question to ask. So if you're not even sure what questions mm. to ask if you're interviewing, this thing's great mm -hmm. because it will give you, our clients, 17 things that they've asked most frequently. And it's a great, um, not even place to start. It's probably a great place to start and to finish. And then yeah. you may have, it may even tweak one or two other questions that you have. Yeah. Another great question is who takes the photography? Oh. And maybe what do they use? Because I don't know about you, but <laughs> I've been on, raise your hand if you've been on the MLS and you look at a property and then you see the interior pictures <laughs> and they're dark and dingy and the, the toilet seats yeah. up and the, the, the whatever, it just looks awful. Have, raise your hand if you've seen that on the MLS. And if you're driving, don't, don't do raise it. your hand. Right. Just do it in your mind's just, eye. Just let me know that you're, you know, I can't see you, and yet I know that you're raising your hand because I see them on the MLS, and I think, ooh, I wouldn't go and see that property. Yeah. So ask the realtor what type of camera you use if you're going to do if they do it themselves, or do they hire professional mm -hmm. photographers? Is it, a, is it an SLR, like a digital SLR cam camera? 
do they have a proper wide angle or is it going to be one of those fisheye things that bends all the walls and makes everything look crooked? Those are kind of the questions. And what I might do is even uh, go on their website or go on MLS, look up a property that they have listed for sale and check out their photos. That's kind of important. That's a great idea. It's not on my list, but it's a great idea. So high def is the answer as far as I'm concerned. Professional high def photos is what we use. because Ooh, you... Even some photographers don't know what high def is. They think that it means the number of pixels. It doesn't. Right? No, it means you did bracketing. So ask them if they know what bracketing is. That's not on this list either. Bracketing is the technology where you actually take three photos or identical. Seven. Depends. At different apertures so that you get different lighting. So then you have the computer software that you can blend it so that your your lighting is correct outside through the window and it's correct for inside where you want to see things. Because I don't know, you've probably seen photos where you can't look through the window. You only see a blare, like a, a white Like a blotch. bright, a, a white, white blotch. A, a white clear blotch white it, blotch. Where you know it's a window, but you don't know what's on the other side of that window. It could be a brick building. <laughs> that you're looking at, or it could be beautiful trees and scenery. And part of the challenge is, even if there's not much outside the window, even if it's a gray day or something like that, and the, there's, it's not gorgeous to look through the window, it actually is somewhat distracting and harder to look at the photo. So if you're a seller and you want the best impression of your home, you actually want it clear through the window instead of a white blotch, because the white blotch makes it harder to see the rest of the photo. So it's kind of like you can't even see what you're supposed to be looking at. It's a distraction. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, there's one more great question on here. i gotta, got to get this in. <laughs> it's, do you have references that I can call? Oh, right. That's a great question. And on our sheet of paper, there's actually a couple of people that have agreed. They've agreed, oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Of course they have. Because I don't want their phone, their cell phone to blow up with people calling if we hadn't warned them. We have. Okay. And we actually have a way bigger list than this, but we thought we'd put a couple out there. So who are they? Uh, the folks that I wrote down this time are Roz Woodling, and she is at, oh, I shouldn't give no, don't her cell number on, on air, eh? No, no, That would no. be wrong. That would okay. be bad. Yeah, and Ron they, Sadler. They got an email if they want the page with the numbers on it. Okay, I was going to give you the numbers right now, because <laughs> if you're listening, you might just want them. Anyway, they have also been on shows, so they actually have told their story. Yes. They've actually decided, and not all our references have been on Inside Track on Real Estate. I was going to say a video show, radio show, whatever this Inside Track on Real Estate thing is. It's really just about giving you information so that you are equipped to make the best decisions ever. Because one mm. of the things I've learned, and this is a Yetta Decker quote, if you have been informed, an informed buyer, an informed seller, an informed investor, actually always makes a great decision. Yeah, you know, life's made up of, you are where you are because of the decisions you've made. So just make mm. great decisions one after another and your life can be pretty cool. It will be. Yeah. I, I say, yeah. yeah, I said so, yes to so you. So yeah, we did amazing. We did amazing because we've covered seven of the 17 questions on this piece of paper and I'm guessing that our inbox is going to blow up a little bit because people are going to be emailing us at info at .com to ask us for a copy of the 17 questions you want to ask if you're interviewing a realtor.
So I am grateful that we get to playfully, powerfully, and purposefully move forward together, whether you're making a move right now or not. So if you're making a move, connect with us. And otherwise, you can still connect with us because we'll be a resource for you. What you want to do? What man is showing you?